G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Thursday, checking in with the State Director for New South Wales and the ACT for Family Voice Australia, Greg Bondar. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, delighted to be back, Neil. Thank you. Hey, Greg, Family Voice Australia has welcomed the election of the new politically incorrect Premier Dominic Perrottet. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, thank you, uh, Neil. Look, we did put out a press release. I, I was so excited when he was elected to, as the Premier to take over from Gladys Berejiklian. Um, here is a politician that really is a Christian in the true sense of the word. Now, it's very important that we understand that, uh, like uh, Scott Morrison, you will you will uh, recall the media straight away targeting on his faith, the fact that he's a Christian. What's that going to mean for everybody else? Well, I think here is a man that is saying to everybody, irrespective of my faith, I will govern for all of New South Wales. But more importantly, Neil, he has said that, and 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 he made this clear that. Politics are partly influenced by his Christian faith. Now, I think that's a wonderful thing to come out from a a, a premier that's going to head up Australia's biggest state. And in terms of uh, heading it up, he's going to make sure that he governs for everybody. But he's not shying away from the fact, Neil, that he is a Christian. We do like it when there are people of character who assume these leadership roles and with a Christian faith, not ashamed to be able to wear that publicly. Hey, you've even been monitoring some of the things that he has said right throughout his parliamentary career in New South Wales and even back to his inaugural speech in Parliament back in 2011. Yeah. And uh, what are your thoughts about some of the things he said then? Yeah, well, look, I went straight back to his inaugural speech, Neil, uh, when I heard he was elected. I thought he was going to be elected from my contacts in state parliament. And uh, on 31st of May 2011, he said, and this is wonderful, Neil, the family is the cornerstone and the nucleus of society. Now, what a wonderful message to get out there to everybody. And here, Neil, of course, we're talking about the natural family, a mum and a dad. And, and this is great that we've got somebody that can speak out and actually affirm that, you know, that, you know humans are either male or female. In other words, we're, we're, we're looking at a binary make of family. So he said that in his, his speech, his inaugural speech, but not only that, um, he also is, is, has been somebody that's been opposed, so opposed to this politically incorrect, you know, uh, uh, politically correct rubbish like, you know, pronoun being neutral and what have you. And, Neil, you will recall last year, we we, we, we made sure that uh, when he was Treasurer that uh, he would stop the Treasury from trying to introduce these neutral pronouns. And uh, he was very vocal about it. And he says, while I'm Treasurer, there will be no, no neutral pronouns within the Treasury. So, look, somebody that speaks out, somebody that stands by his faith, but not only that, he's a family man. I think that's a 
wonderful news for all Australians now. It's a common sense approach and sometimes people are worried when someone wears their Christianity as a badge publicly and says, yes, I'm happy that my thoughts on family will be influenced by my Christian faith. But uh, this is a God's eye view. This is a common sense, a biologically based understanding of uh, humanity. And, uh, and so for someone to say, hang on a second, all this weird stuff that's coming in, uh, I know where I stand. That's where as Christians we can celebrate along with him in that. Absolutely. I mean, Dominic Perrottet's premier, he's taking a common sense approach. In other words, a biologically based understanding of the binary nature of human beings. Now, Neil, if you don't believe in that statement, the binary nature of human beings, none of us would be here. In other words, there is a male and a female. And I think it's so good that we've got somebody here that's prepared to stick by that dictum it's very important it's biblical it's the foundation of families and uh you know congratulate Perite on 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 taking a stance and uh, uh we're looking more more uh, from him but there are issues now let's not kid ourselves <clears throat> okay well let's talk some of the issues that are coming and we've been talking even on this segment on a thursday about some of the positive noises that have been coming out of the new south wales government around religious freedom uh, we might be encouraged uh, with Dominic Perrottet in his role uh, to be able to hold firm on some of those things. But just coming up, I think it's next week, uh, the Voluntary mm. Assisted Dying mm. Euthanasia Bill is coming into the New South Wales Parliament. Uh, what are your thoughts around how the Premier might respond to that? Yeah, now this is interesting, Neil, because look, uh, uh, we have a Premier whose politics is well-grounded in his conservative Christian faith. However... He's saying that he may well opt for a conscience vote. Now, a conscience vote really is, do you have a conscience? Now, that can work for or against you in many ways. The problem we have is if the government decides on a conscience vote, then all those people that have been influenced by the loony left, Neil, are going to vote for this Alex Greenwich voluntary assisted dying bill. If... It, it, ideally, it would be great if we could get the government, in, in particular the New South Wales government, as a block to say, we are opposed to this bill, get rid of it, it w- wouldn't go any further. But if we've got a conscience vote, then that could well mean that we'll get passed because people, even on the, on, on the conservative side of politics, are going, to, um, are going to vote for it. Now, here are some issues, Neil, that the previous government, so the previous, well, the New South Wales government under Gladys Berejiklian, allowed to come in. They allowed gender fluidity uh, ideology to come into school through the Safe safe Schools program. They banned prayer outside abortion clinics. They decriminalised abortion. They partnered partnered with the Radical Nationals Party in allowing this voluntary assisted dying bill to come come in um, to be introduced next week. And they also um, kicked churches off the off out of managing cemeteries. So the government doesn't have a good record on social, biblical, uh, ethical, moral values. So we've got to be very careful that under Dominic Perrottet, these things will change because we need to make sure that the average mums and dads out there, Neil, have their views reflected through politicians and not through the loony left, so to speak. And interestingly, just to give some context there, because, of course, Dominic Perrottet was a part of the government uh, under Gladys Berejiklian that brought in those changes you're talking about, uh, but you've been monitoring along even 
his yep. position on some of those yep. issues like abortion or on uh, same-sex marriage. Uh, how did he stand on those? Yeah, well, well, interestingly, I went back and had a look at his hand side and on, on same-sex marriage, he opposed it because he said marriage is about every child's fundamental right to grow up with their own mum and dad. Likewise, he opposed the decriminalisation of abortion, saying, in all good conscience, he couldn't support a bill which stops the beating heart of an unborn child. Now, they are wonderful phrases. So he does have a good record on opposing unbiblical types of uh, legislation coming into Parliament. So he's very good there. But what's going to happen now with the voluntary assisted dying bill is that we're going to have to make sure that every politician votes with their conscience if that's the way they're going to go, because conscience can be a very, very tricky uh, subject to talk about now. Now, his faith is going to come under attack from every direction here. I wonder whether, uh, Greg... Is it a useful thing for Christians listening to our conversation today, recognising some of the things that you're saying, these things are worthy of celebration, uh, to give some support and encouragement to the new Premier? Because undoubtedly uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, good report, uh, good comment, encouraging comment uh, might do well to balance some of the uh, some of the uh, the ridiculous stuff that will come through Twitter and a lot of the uh, leftist media. What are your mm. thoughts about encouraging this new Premier? Absolutely. Look, we, we, we being me, I sent on behalf of Family Voice Australia, in particular for New South Wales, mums and dads, I wrote to uh, the Premier saying congratulations. We look forward to working with you and your Cabinet and, and, and indeed the rest of uh, the, 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 the ministers within your government. But we also make sure that we said, look, we have a list of issues that we need to talk about. Now, Neil, I was very, very disappointed. He just announced his new cabinet. But you see, you've got people like Tanya Davies, a wonderful lady who was an ex-government minister uh, back in 2019. She's been left out of a high-profile cabinet reshuffle. Now, that's disappointing because, again, he would have been pressured by the loony left to say, oh, no, don't talk to Tanya because she's uh, anti-vaccine mandate, she's anti-this. Well, no, she's speaking her Christian belief. And if that's what she believes, we should allow her that. So I was disappointed that she's not being um, uh, elevated to the ministry, but we are encouraging all our people in New South Wales to write to the Premier and say, we are with you and we'd like to support you on the social, ethical and moral issues of, of all the legislation that's coming before Parliament during the year. So, Neil, we're out there and we're encouraging him and we're going to support him as best we can. That doesn't mean, though, Neil, that there won't be issues that we'll disagree on. There'll be issues. And uh, this is why, Greg, uh, as Christians, and uh, biblically we're encouraged to pray for our leaders, uh, not just the ones we like, but the ones we don't like too. So uh, what are your thoughts here for encouragement for listeners to our conversation today, how they might pray for the circumstances in the New South Wales Parliament? I mean, they are leading the way, a whole lot of, uh, you know, coming out of lockdowns and, uh, as you say, the VAD legislation next week. Uh, How do you you think listeners ought to be praying for their leaders? Yeah, thank you, because this is a good question in, in, in the sense that, you know, I always pray and I encourage everybody within Family Voice uh, that, that email and contact me, and even in my newsletters, we must 
pray for godly government. Now, that's not a trite phrase. It's a very important phrase. Godly government means that you are a Bible-believing person and you govern accordingly. Now, you and I both know Romans. Caesar gives Caesar what is due. There's a lot of issue about church and state. You know, we've got to separate the two. Well, hang on. If we're going to separate it, then why is government getting involved in what churches can and can't do in terms of letting people into their churches? Um, so, so there are issues here that get a bit grey, uh, uh, and we need to sort of make sure that we clear, clear the air in respect of who can and can't attend churches. That said, pray for godly government. In particular, pray that the legislation that comes into Parliament is not anti-biblical. It is not anti-life. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got abortion, you've got euthanasia value, you know, voluntary assisted dying. Um, Now, we've got to make sure that we start having legislation that is pro-life, that encourages people to live and witness and to be part of a natural family here in New South Wales in particular. I think you get to a point in your faith, Greg, where you recognise that as a Christian believer, you have the same power as everybody else does with a vote and your discernment as to what is right and what is wrong, what's good and what is evil, actually uh, can have some substance when you cast Mm. your vote one way or another. And uh, without getting partisan, uh, checking on the values of who's going to be standing in an election that will probably be coming sometime into the new year 2022. Uh, This is the sort of thing that happens with Christians as you get to a little point in your life where you say, well, hang on a second, my opinion does matter. And uh, mm. there are some significant things. Anyway, let's not get into that uh, conversation. Just, just on that, just yep. on that though, now, one of the things I've got to make sure is that, you know, I always say you support the government up to the point that legislation conflicts with your faith. So it's very important that we do that. We've got three by-elections coming up here in New South Wales. So there'll be no federal election this year, that's for sure. So it's going to be early next year sometime. But yes, we have to pray and make sure that we pray for godly government now. Okay. Now, let's just cast our vision across to the other side of the country for a few moments because an important development that's happening in Western Australia and uh, where a gender-confused minor has been taken into care by the WA government. What's happened in Western Australia? Look, very quickly, Neil, this is, this is very disturbing because this is the first uh, known Australian case where um, <clears throat> the court uh, has actually uh, taken the, taken away a gender-confused minor from their parents. Uh, now, this is very, very disturbing. So the, the parents took, took this matter to the court and uh, they said, look, we don't believe our child should be taking trans hormone drugs because there's a risk of cancer, sterilisation. And in particular, you know, uh, we are the parents and we should be managing our child. Well, the judge said no. He said it's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with parenting. I mean, what a ridiculous judgment that is, because... In point of fact, we as parents are responsible for our child. Government should not be, should not be dictating what parents should be doing with their children in that sense. So it's very disturbing, uh, and uh, I think there's going to be more said on this because it's uh, it's going to be almost a precedent in in the coming years for other situations where the child will be taken away from parents, uh, and we've got to make sure we stand up for this now. And it seems to be WA is leading the way in some of these sorts of things now. We were 
thinking at one stage there. Uh, Dan Andrews in Victoria was leading yeah. the progressive agenda and all of these things were coming to light. Well, WA seems to be taking a lead in this sort of thing. And it's not just that issue, but uh, all sorts of issues around religious freedom too. Yeah, absolutely. I know I thought at first, you know, it was just Chairman Dan in Victoria that was, well, mind you, I think it's become the most uh, anti-Christian state in Australia. But that's another story. In, in, in WA at the moment, we've got a real issue with religious freedom. Unfortunately, you know, there is a, uh, the, <clears throat> the Equal Opportunity Act in WA is going to be amended and the government's very open to having it amended. In other words, they want to amend it so as to introduce certain uh, anti-Christian legislation. In particular, they want to weaken or cancel hiring protections for faith-based bodies, schools, churches, charities, voluntary groups. They want to introduce a subjective anti-vilification law, in other words, making sure that the the Christian moral and ethical issues are, are done away with. They want to add gender identity as a protected ground in the Act. I mean, where is all this going? And uh, really, Family Voice has taken this issue up, Neil, and we we, we do have a free-to-believe stop new attacks on religious freedom in WA campaign going at the moment because we've got to stand up and be heard on this issue now. I'll give the Family Voice Australia website for listeners who might want to just check out what you're doing and be a part of that campaign. Uh, Just before I let you go, though, I always ask you about what upcoming events you've got, and uh, I do note one, and uh, had the wonderful privilege, and uh, thank you for your connection there to Tony McClellan, who wrote a new book. It's his story, A Glorious Ride from Jumble Plains to Eternity. We spoke to Tony McClellan a couple of weeks ago and you've got him as a guest along with his co-author Nick Cater on a webinar coming up next Monday. Absolutely, and I and I heard the interview you did with uh, uh, Tony. It was wonderful. Well done, Neil. I, I, I really enjoyed the interview. I have him on Monday night, 7 p.m. Sydney time. Uh, so make sure that uh, you're aware at Sydney time. I've got Nick Cater as well from the Mendes Research Centre, uh, and it'll be a wonderful personal, it'll be much an interview-style uh, webinar, so en- encouraging everybody to join me. Okay, let me give the website to connect with Family Voice Australia, some of these campaigns, uh, to be able to follow along some of the articles about the developments that are going on in Australia. And as you know, Family Voice, a wonderful advocate for family in Australia and what a wonderfully firm, sound Christian foundation. Familyvoice.org.au. That's familyvoice.org. Dot AU, Family Voice Australia, State Director for New South Wales and the ACT, Greg Bonda. Thanks so much for joining us again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.